Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, podcast show of Courage to be Curious. And this year, as you've been following us, we are walking with the yamas and the niyamas, yoga's ethical principles for ethical practice and ethical living. And in the month of May, we are talking about the principle of brahmacharya. And last week, we talked about different definitions of brahmacharya, um, whether that is non-excess, walking with God, right, right use of energy. And today I want to explore this concept of brahmacharya as walking with God in the following way. I've thought about this a lot and I had some really good teachers along the way. I want to start from the outset by saying that what I'm about to talk about and describe is you know, as an intention, it's, it's not a refined practice yet, even in myself. And I think as humans, we're always working toward, and um, that's sort of the journey of life. But I want to talk about this concept of walking with God as living life with an intentionality to notice and experience the sacred. It's not the first time I've talked about this, but perhaps it's coming from a slightly different angle here. Or, as is the case when we hear something again, is that we suddenly hear new things in it, even though we've heard something similar to it in the past. When we think about excess, we think about, or I think about unconsciousness, you know, overeating. I somehow have lost conscious connection with my body to know either what it really needs, uh, when it's enough. When I overwork, I've lost consciousness around the balance between rest and work or play and connection and productivity. When I over excess in virtually anything, the definition of excess is that I have somehow lost a consciousness about the thing and allow the thing to sweep me along almost like rapids down a river sweeps the raft along that the raft is no longer in control. The water is in control and it's just pulling us along. And so this opposite of excess is sacredness. It's sacred awareness. It is so much consciousness to how sacred every act is. If we take the act of eating and we think of it as an experience of walking with God, of brahmacharya, then everything from deciding what to eat laying our eyes, like looking at the food or the ingredients that we're about to use and noticing and thinking about where they came from, the labor that went into them, the miracle of nature to produce them, the sun and the seeds and the tilling and all of the things that went into there and recognize the ingredients are sacred, that work and livelihood went into getting them into the markets or wherever it is we bought them from, brought them into our kitchen perhaps. And then the sacredness of the food that we've created, that we have taken ingredients perhaps of a variety of kinds and turned them into something else, that that's a sacred act. And maybe we've done it with intentionality either to be able to provide pleasure or entertainment for others or maybe to fuel our body with the healthiest things that we can. That when we break down an act as simple, let's just say, of preparing and eating food, 
but we do it in the essence of brahmacharya, that it's no longer just something we're getting off our plate, <laughs> to use a pun there, you know, like getting the food done, but we've made it sacred. We have brought so much intentionality and consciousness to the practice that it has literally become a sacred experience. And I want to propose this idea that every single moment is sacred. Every single action that we take is sacred. Every choice that we make is sacred. But we don't always treat it that way. Brahmacharya, I think, is the invitation to ask ourselves, what would it be like if we could encounter every moment with that sense of the sacred? And when we talk about every moment, we don't just talk about the moments when we notice the beautiful flowers blooming as where, at least where I live right now, they are, or we notice the sun shining as today it is, or at least at the time that I'm making this podcast, or you know, the, a good friend who has really shown up for us, things where it's easy to stop and feel the gratitude feel the sacredness or maybe the divine energy that's inspired in the thing. But then we're even challenged in brahmacharya, I think, to see the sacred in everything. And that means in things that might not feel so good or experiences that might not seem so great or hardships. That could we encounter a hardship in our life, an argument with something, someone, something that didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, um, an injury, a moment when things went wrong, could we see those as sacred too? And um, it's interesting because I spent a lot of my life really, um, as many of us do, resisting the moments and times of struggle. And I will say that I, I definitely still do. I go through highs and lows like everybody does, and the lows can be a challenge. One of the awarenesses that I have had, though, over time is that when I got into what feels emotionally like a really difficult place, I've come to be aware of the fact that on the other side of that is typically a breaking open into something beautiful, wondrous, maybe even more um, better than anything I could have imagined on the other side. And it feels analogous to me, like looking at the bare trees in winter where it looks like nothing is happening and everything is dead. And I sometimes um, anthropomorphize these trunks of trees that are naked, no leaves or anything, and how cold they must be. And then somehow miraculously, as the seasons change, they suddenly start blossoming again. And so even these moments of hardship, while it's hard to hold on to this through all of it, in this bigger picture, I have a sense that they are sacred too, that somehow or another, just like the trees and what's going on underground, is that these difficult passages and moments are somehow mixing up the energy. They are somehow you know, taking all of the things that are at work in the universe and mixing them together in a way that is going to give rise to something better on the other side. And just having that awareness that that is a pattern allows for the experience of holding those times as sacred times. 
And I, again, I don't want to present any illusion that I walk around smiling during those times. I don't. I walk around, you know, kind of in the difficult energy and calling out to my friends and my supports and things like that. But inside, there is this sense that something sacred is happening here, that the stirrings and the difficult things are all in a reconfiguration pattern that is giving rise to something else. And it allows me to hold them at some level in some sacred energy. Um, the hardships, you know, that we have, that they're teaching us something and that they're here to be teachers. So, you know, as we're exploring this idea of every moment as sacred, sitting down to a meal, preparing a meal, you know, grappling with a disappointment, a sadness, a fear, just what if? What if at some level we were able to experience each of them as sacred and holy? We could find the aspect of, like we can call God or universe or magic or you know any of those kinds of things that we want holiness in those moments and walk through life in that way. And what would it take to be able to do that? What kinds of resources would we need? Because it's a tall order to ask. So some of the tools that I think Brahmacharya or some of the practices Brahmacharya demands of us. First of all, Brahmacharya requires us to stop and even just to allow ourselves to be present to something. I know that it's very common, especially when things are hard or difficult or whatever. We just keep ourselves busy. We keep ourselves distracted. We keep ourselves busy almost like as if we could just keep ourselves busy enough, we could pass through it and maybe wouldn't have to struggle or suffer with it at all. We could just like get through it. In that getting through it, though, there's more suffering than there is holiness. And so one of the practices has been is to make a regular time to stop and to notice, where am I now? Where am I in this moment? And whether it feels like a grand moment or it feels like a demoralized moment or anything else in between, just noticing where am I brings some sacredness to it. And that's one of the practices of brahmacharya. The second, another practice of brahmacharya really has to do with um, thinking about the frame that we place around something. So if we're willing to take the pause and we're willing to notice it, how do we tell the story of what's coming in front of us? You know, as I said, for me, going through hard times, I eventually was able to construct the story that said, all right, there's something difficult that's going on here, but that difficulty means that it's like the rapids and on the other side, there's going to be something clear and there's going to be something great. So, you know, if I can construct that story, then I can say, this is the work of God. This is the work of the divine. This is the work of the mystery and it is leading to this path. Um, if I can um, put a story around it um, and virtually everything you know, we're in, whether it's difficult relationships with another person, a work deadline that feels like it's imposing upon us with an, um, you know, a schedule that feels like it's overwhelming. Our experience of brahmacharya, whether we see that moment in our life as a moment of walking with God or we see it as an overwhelm, has to do with the frame and the story that we place around it. And so brahmacharya asks us to think about what is the holy frame? What is the frame of walking with God? Because negativity is an excess too, right? Negativity can become intoxicating. It can become addictive. And we can start to think of all the negative, all the negative, all the negative. 
And so Brahmacharya asks us to look at it differently. You know, can we place a frame and can we find the divine in any of those given moments? And so, you know, for this week, what I really want to encourage is, you know, a few times this week, and sometimes it's helpful to set a reminder on the phone or on the computer or something like that, whether it's a few times a day or a few times a week, to stop and just pause in the moment and to say, where is my intention lying right now? What is sacred about this moment? And how can I bring the holy to this moment? Um, what would it mean to do that here? And just sitting with those simple questions for 60 seconds, you know, once a day, twice a day, a few times in a week, starts to give us an entryway into the experience of brahmacharya. So I'd like to put that out there as the invitation this week. And if you have any experiences, you know, I always love to hear from you. You can email me, adina at courage to be curious.com. You can post on our um, Facebook page and would love to hear your experiences of how you're directing your right uses of energy in the coming week as you're thinking about brahmacharya. I also want to thank you. I want to say a big thank you to the audience because whatever you are doing out there, it is working. The listenership on Wonder Your Way to Brilliant has grown so exponentially in even the last two months, and let's keep it going. I'm talking about it. You're talking about it. We are engaging people around the Yamas and Niyamas. As an audience, you are doing an absolutely amazing job. I want to thank you, even though I don't know individually who all of you are. I wanted to thank you and say, you know, thank you for spreading the word and thank you for sharing the wisdom of the Yamas and Niyamas with people that you know and um, for, you know, getting the word out about Wonder Your Way to Brilliant. And finally, want to make everybody aware that um, some of you know you've been receiving emails that we have been running these Healthy Money Mindset courses. Our relationship to money is a truly sacred thing. Uh, it's part of our survival and it's a huge part of our lives and never to stop. And so the nature of the relationship that we have with it, is it sacred and is it holy? Is it fearful? Is it tumultuous? Is it any of those things? Um, so I want you to invite you to check out our Facebook page at Courage to be Curious. We are running a couple of free webinars to introduce what our Healthy Money Mindset course is all about. Um, that's going to be on May 23rd. And then we are running a couple of our Level 1 courses on May 28th and May 29th. And I want to invite you as listenership to um, check those out, to think about them and to share them. And if you have any questions again, you know where to reach me. So thank you for listening, and we will be back again next week with our final episode of this month on Brahmacharya. <laughs>